This is At The Nexus, episode 118, That's So Vague, on Saturday, March 15th, 2014. And now, oh, such a cheesy mess, this episode of At The Nexus is hosted by Ryan Rampasat and Matthew Petchel. Hey, hey, how's it going? Uh, it's going pretty well, how about you? Doing well. Really? Yeah, yeah, I'd love it fine. Uh, you're looking a little chilly. Chilly? Oh, man, am I just cold? Like, yeah, cold. you have your hat on. I do have a head on it. Like, it's 65 I'm, in here. But it was cold outside. But you've been in here for two hours. But I'm deep chilled. Deep chilled. Uh, yeah. Why? Well, I spend a lot of time outside now. Do you? And I got sick and cold and uh, I got a little sicker. Fell down some stairs today and that made me angry and bitter. And then I just got sicker and sicker and sicker until I, I feel sick. Hey, want me to fake cough into the mic to make it sound more compelling? Yeah, please. <coughs> <coughs> well, that that is pretty compelling. Well, uh, so what is your plan for getting better? Oh, oh, oh! Uh, same plan for everything. Dominoes. Oh, okay. That that's not what I was expecting as the answer. But that oh, is, what, that what, is... what would you thought I would have said? Vitamin C. That's pretty much it. Where does the vitamin C come in? Oranges. But where is that on a pizza? Well, I mean, I don't know if Domino's orders or orders or serves oranges on pizza, but they do serve. They do serve the pineapple, which has vitamin C, also. Hey there, I'm calling, not using your little web app. Also, how much vitamins can you put on my pizza for me? You know, I'm you sure there's that? a lot of old people who say that. Uh, yeah, I'm sure they walk up to the store and then place their order too. No, that is absurd. And uh no. No. Pizza should just heal. And it does. It is when you have an emotionally scarring day, you need the comfort of a round pizza without vitamins in it. I don't think so. No, I really think Domino's has a nice healing properties. Yeah. Think... It might be all placebo for me, but uh Oh, it most certainly is. It it's that's nice. But what have you done this week? Well, what I did this week is I had a midterm. Midterm? That's, yeah, midterm. That's, uh, Imagine that. Yeah. Pretty so, pretty common. How did your classmates do? Oh, the classmates who took about as long as I did, so about, oh, I don't know, 55 minutes of the 75 minutes on average. So so you're right in the middle of your class. You're average. Yeah, I would say I was pretty average. Like, So I, who was above average? Who got out first? Who got out first? Oh, um, hmm. so there's this guy who was attacked by bears, and they ate his bicycle. So this is why he had, to, he had to leave so early, because otherwise he wouldn't have got to his next class. So he scheduled the class during one of his other classes. No, false. Completely false. No, he's just crazy. We're, t- we're talking about Sam. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, you, you, normally when I take a, an exam in computer science, I don't try to rush because I have no incentive to. And, you know, I read the questions, do what do the ones that I think are easy first, then come back to the ones that I think are harder. Hoping that the easy ones have will have remembered, uh, allowed me to remember the API that I needed to know. Mm. That's usually my scheme. Yeah. And that's exactly what happened. So that's great. But Sam, on the other hand, he hadn't attended class like for a few days. And so I don't know how much he knew or how much he didn't know, but he was the first one to leave. Not by like 10 minutes either. Like I was done at about 55 of 75 minutes and Sam left about 35 minutes in. Wow, you must be so quite the student. So that's like a whole 20 minutes earlier than most other people. Hmm. Like, the TA who was proctoring looked at him pretty funny when he got up to turn his test in. So it was a paper test? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, what else would there be? Cards? No, no, like, um, write some code and Dropbox it in. You know, I would love that test. I would do so poorly, but I would love it. Oh, so... If I can't, like, so if it was a Dropbox test, but I couldn't use Google, I would fail. Like, I need docs. So, because I can't remember any APIs. When I was in college, um, That's a funny I had, thing I had to most say. of, I had, I had a bunch of networking classes, but they still made me take a few Seaside classes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I did have stuff, and so we had to do some stuff in C and some other things. Um, but back in high school, whenever we had tests, we weren't allowed to use the terminal. We weren't allowed to compile oh, to see if it worked. We just I had know. to do it and hope it would compile. Like, how could you get anything running? Nothing well, runs the first time. No, it doesn't. But so what the, um, 
computer science class I had last semester, intro to operating systems. So the test that I, the midterm I took this week was in operating systems, the full 5,000 level class. The pre-class, the intro class last semester, it, um, basically the TA said, we don't really care if your code runs. As long as it looks like it'll run, it's okay. So basically you're just writing pseudocode with a C syntax, a C flavor. Okay. Right. And I think that's a very elegant way to say it. You just had to use the right APIs in the right order, and that's it. You didn't have to do the syntax. You didn't have to do necessarily the right argument to order. You just had to look like you knew what kind of was going on. Like, you're given an extreme benefit of doubt. Yeah, because if you, so, so let's say in the real world, you're in a team together. If you try to do something, somebody can figure it out later. Well, so, like, I've always, um, been under the impression that I could never code anything alone in the, if it was a real world project, because there's just too many gaps in knowledge I don't have any way to fill. And so somebody else needs to fill that. Yeah. Yeah. But is that, you still feel that way? As long as it's not Sam, yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so I also uh, was teaching my first iteration or the first of three classes for website construction. Oh, nice. That was a lot of fun. And so you know uh, Foundation? Have you heard of Foundation? I think I mentioned Foundation to you. I haven't. You haven't? Or I haven't? Uh, you haven't mentioned it to me. Oh, well, Foundation is the CSS framework that powers part of the Nexus CSS framework. Mm. And and so Foundation's really cool. And I use the SAS version, so it means... Oh. Pop- right. You've heard I don't know how many times I've heard SAS these last years. <laughs> it's only a few months. SAS this, SAS that, SAS SAS, SASSY. Like... So, I've been hearing about sass. Like, oh, sass. Can't put my head in a pizza yet. <laughs> no, no, you gotta hear, let me do this. No, listen to that, listen to that, this is sass. Like, everywhere we go, like, we're in a park, we're in Murray, we're in the Pizza Dominoes. Like, sass, sass. You make me sound I like a horror person. foundation in my life. <laughs> oh, fine then. Foundation's what powers it, and I write it in sass. And so, what I decided to do is for the next step, when I start teaching them CSS, I'm not going to just teach them crappy CSS they can't do anything with. I'm going to teach them CSS they can leverage, which would be foundation. You know, teaching people modern grids, not 960, because that's long gone. Uh, Teaching people modern grids is really nice. Mm. Yeah, so everything you see on the Nexus is pretty much SAS-coded, but foundation underneath. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. So uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. I what One of the things that people don't understand, and I, I told them at Central, where the class is held, I, I told them, you know, writing the code for HTML is really easy, but you know what's really hard? Copying and pasting files. They couldn't do it. They just had no understanding of where Chrome would download a file. They had to download the zip file where all the code was pre-written for them. They had to download it and then put it on their desktop. They, none of them could do this. That's terrible. Isn't it? And they want a website. So I had to explain how to copy and paste files. I had to explain how to unzip files. That just files. kills valuable time. It, it did. 30 minutes out of two hours. So, yeah. So at least we don't have to deal with that next time because that will already been learned. Hopefully. But a lot of old people I help, like, they just have post-it notes. And they just follow things line by line in their post-it note until they forget it. Yeah. Like they don't want to know how to nope. copy and paste. Nope. Like, they want you to be there. Yep. And I think that's just a symptom of, yeah. I've always associated with it being a symptom of old, yeah. but I don't think it is. So I got a problem this week. Uh, and I, nice. I'm wondering if you can uh, help me. Uh, no, maybe. so, man, um, I haven't slipped on ice this entire week. It was just a steel cable made me tumble today. That's different. Um, death trap. And I thought about taking their mail and curtailing it for a day just out of rage, but then I'm like, what would a real postal carrier do? Ignore it. Deliver the mail. Yeah, and I so I delivered the mail. Uh-huh. <laughs> Um, but so, man, um, wow. There you go. Remedying lights. Yeah, it'll make it warmer. Hopefully. Um. Well, I mean, look, it's burning up on that end. So, that's terrible. <laughs> Thunderbird, you've used it, right? Oh, uh, I've used it not recently, but in the past, yeah, definitely. I've used it on hundreds of computers. Yeah, I've used it on Windows, and I've, many used, I've used it on Ubuntu. I've never used it on a Mac, though. Um, I, I just... I kind of forgot about Macs. Are they a thing? <laughs> well, I mean, it's either I, Windows or Linux. Well, I mean, I only have one, so it's hard for me to ruin it. Well, you don't even use it anymore. Yeah, where is it? Collecting dust. Uh, I, no, I was using it yesterday. You beat the dog with it. No, beat the dog for standing on it. Yeah, I don't know. it was by a couch and the dog. Right. Yeah. Um. Regardless, so my mom's been getting emails, and so she now has about thirty-three thousand emails. Wow. Like most of that's got to be spam, right? We've had this email account for it's a. When we first got our dial-up connection back in 95. That was a while ago. Yeah, so we're, we're petrols at AT&T.net. 
And so, and we've been, we're not with AT&T anymore, so we actually pay $20 a year for it. And I've been explaining to my mom for about four of the last forever that um, it needs to go away and die. Um, but no, she still uses it. Either way, I, she can't get new emails because she's saying that her inbox is too full. Really? And so I immediately, like, how did she fill up a terabyte on the hard drive? There's no way. So I, I go to the hard drive. She's only using 100 gigs. Now, is it like when I had that flash drive that was using a 10 billion gigabytes and it was only a 5K drive? Yeah, so I don't know. Um, it's just a folder where all the stuff is stored. Yep. That's how Thunderbird works. Yeah, that's their individual I've never... files. <coughs> now, you know what it could be? I'm thinking it's a Windows so, FAT32 error thing. Why would it be FAT32? There's no way you're running Windows on FAT32. I don't know. Are you? Can you even install Windows XP on FAT32? I don't think that's possible. But So, it was... So, remember how he said this was a old computer like old. an old email account well she wanted all her old me- emails when we moved the computer so when mm. the great migration we just kind of kept on moving them along um, i'm guessing like she's got like 3.89 gigabytes or whatever that magic number is right right below four gigs yeah I told my mom gmail gmail right. uh, that, that was my answer and i came here that is that is the answer but the other thing i th- could think of is it could be like an inode problem so that there can't be any more files in that directory so, I right-click it and hit compress, and it magically goes away for two days. And it's not a number of emails. It is just two days, it seems. Like, it doesn't... That sounds pretty suspicious. It, it could is. just be a Thunderbird thing. I've never had Thunderbird go haywire before. Well, maybe maybe the there's some just hard-coded value that doesn't like it. Yeah. Oh, who knows? And then, so... Shouldn't you be using local email systems anymore? I disagree with that, but either way, so what happened that was hilarious right before I left is, so my mom's like, you know what? My Matthew won't fix it, so I'm going to go figure out what's wrong. And then so she brings up the screen, and she's like, so if I change this 995 to something bigger, will I be able to store more emails? I'm like, you have 33,000 emails. Why? What's this 995? Oh, that's what port you're communicating over. Yeah, don't change that. That's what happens when people uh, try to change things. Yeah, I have a similar story I can tell you about. So my grandmother today comes to us and says, you know, I want to share this picture with you. And I said, okay, well, uh... Where'd you share it? You share it on Facebook? She says, yeah, she shared it three days ago on Thursday. Well, guess what? She has two Facebook accounts and she doesn't know it. She made one, a new one, by accident. No, she's done that before, so now she's got like three? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she also believes that because there's two Facebook icons on her home screen, that there's two separate Facebooks. I can see how that would happen. But... I, I understand, but she could try it and verify that it's false. I don't know, because... Back in the day, I used to have, well, not on a phone. Or, yeah, right. Like, not when you can custom. But it doesn't matter. If I was senile, I would think that. But but it know. doesn't matter. Like, you could just click on one icon, see what brings it up, and then click on the other icon and see what happens. And if the same result happens twice, they've got to be the same thing. Yeah. Right. So, you I, know. I just don't do social media. Well, but it doesn't matter. Like, she could have two Gmails and she'd think there'd be different things. But Gmail's remind you who you're logged in as. Well, you know, for a long time, time, she was using the email app for who knows what reason. For In what? Android. What's wrong with that? The email app, not Gmail. The email app. What, what is she running? 2.3? Yeah. No, no, she's running 4 now. She's got... Android 4. And so she's got the beans, but she's still... No, she has ice cream sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. So there's no excuse then? No. There's none. She she associated the word email with the word literally email, and so she looked for that app. She didn't know what a Gmail was. Is that new? It, well, my phone's my phone's been off for a while now. Yeah, I, I told you about that, but you didn't do it. Well, it's not I don't a have deal. a Nokia cord. Well, do you want to begin on the news? <coughs> yeah, kind of a long rolling today. There's a lot of news. This week. <coughs> you know how much news? Bulk ton. No, not that much good news though. One bulk dog bag. Uh, introducing dog bag. <laughs> Combination of dog and bag. You like that far too much. I also posted a, a GIF that you'll like. What? Post that GIF for you. I, I didn't take it off either, but I posted it on Google Plus, and I'll put it in the uh, show notes for everybody to see. It's a, it's a, Matt, Matt changed the server's uh, wallpaper, so to say. Oh, I just demanded it be changed. Does that, that, does that the, link actually work? Yeah, it really does. That's, that's, oh, it's a video of the GIF. I wanted the raw GIF itself, but that, that's that's good. It's auto awesome or whatever it is. Mm, yeah, it's yeah. a GIF. That's cool. Awesome. Well, um, 
what can you tell me about the news this week? Well, is there any anything that was really I amazing? can, but before I get there, you have to tell me where you can find these show notes. Oh, if you want these show notes, and if you if you've listened long enough to get past the roll in, and uh, you haven't clicked the exit button, you can find the notes that we're about to talk to at the Nexus tv slash atn one eighteen one eighteen one one eight one eighteen one hundred eighteen. How many is that until the next time we can quit? Well, in my mind, one nineteen. So about like oh, okay, one, so one. one? Okay, well, we're, maybe we're, we're, we're one short. Hey, remember, and that's 18. how I'm going to live my life from now on. So one every... letter short of exploding. Oh, okay. I had to think. Like, like, what, what does one, one? What does one letter mean? Like, oh, no, he's no, a one, postman. Yeah. Hmm. Well, okay, so let, let's talk about the internet, because apparently it's 25 years old. Yeah, that's uh, quite a feat. You know, uh, it, not many things make it that long. All hail Al, Al Gore. Well, let's let's hail Tim Berners-Lee instead, because oh, really? it's not really yeah. the internet that's 25 years old. That, that's actually slightly older. But the web is 25 years old, and he wanted to make what he calls the Magna Carta, or the Bill of Rights for the internet, to protect users of the web. And so he and uh, probably a bunch of other people have launched what they're calling the Web We Want campaign, which is clever because there's three W's and it's www. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty clever. It is. Yeah, and, and and so it's uh it's a website you can sign up and nothing will happen by doing so. But I I, I like the uh the the things that they're going for, what they're trying to support, which are affordable access to the internet, universally available communications platform. The protection of personal personal user information and the right to communicate in private, the freedom of expression online and offline, diverse and decentralized and open infrastructure, which I think is pretty important, and the neutral networks that don't discriminate users or against content. Yeah, that's... like I think that's a really nice mission statement and a really nice plan of things to support. But that can't happen in but, the United States. But no, it's it won't. Ha- it won't happen anywhere, honestly. Oh, I could I could totally see this going over well in Canada. Yeah, because what? A moose is going to destroy your network? No, it's not. Moose don't use bandwidth. You don't know what happens around the holidays. A few bites every now and then. Yeah, exactly. I mean... Yeah. Yeah. So... So, now now we got to talk about the next second... Like, you know how we keep the headlines up front? Because this, those are the most important. So, let's talk about Flappy Birds. Oh, wow. What a transition. Man, is this is, is an important topic. It is. Um, you told me about it this week. It was important. Well, yeah, it even made it onto the radio. Really? Ooh. Wow. Well, you see, I got nothing but the radio. So I was preparing to mute you in case you were going to die again, but it turns out this whole time my finger's been on my mic. <laughs> <laughs> well, that happens, you know. But so Flappy Birds um, is coming back, and so there was a little interview with the creator, and so he was saying when he was a child, like... He was so addicted to games, and his game was Counter-Strike that that was all he was thinking about. And he's been getting emails from people's parents and hearing stories about kids being addicted to Angry Birds. Angry Birds. And this guy's... I'm sorry, Flappy Birds. Yeah. Um, And so, basically, he's saying that he might bring it back with a warning this time. Yeah, with a warning. Or just bring it back normally. So, he says, with a warning to take a break. And I think that's a little whacked. No, I I completely understand where he's coming from. Like, if somebody tells you that they're having the same problem you did, you wouldn't do something then that 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 doesn't alleviate that problem. For if other I people. figured it out, they'll figure it out. But they didn't. He became a game creator because he was addicted to games. That that that's a horrible Cycle's thing. Cycles working. No, that's the bad cycle. I don't know. I, I don't know. I think it's fine. I also think it's funny that the interview he did was with the Rolling Stones. They roll in flappy bird scene. I don't know. Uh, it's it's su- suspicious. Hey, uh, do you want to talk about uh, phone slash carriers? <sighs> Only if we talk about the Upo Oppo. The Upo Oppo. <laughs> Upo Oppo. Oh my gosh. Well, the uh, Find Seven was what we talked about last week in the rumors and re- you know leaked details. But this week we have something better. We have to talk about the HTC One something because we don't actually know what it's called yet. We're going to still call it the uh, M8. Uh, we, we Well, I guess we kind of do know what it's called. We think it could have something to do with the HTC One Duo. Hmm. What a horrible name for something, right? Well, the reason it might be called Duo is because it has two cameras. It has one on the top of its head, which is a little bit smaller than the one that's right below it on its main body. And then it has a camera in the front facing you. So there's three cameras total. 
That's pretty good. So it looks pretty similar to the regular HTC One. You know, it's very metallic. Uh, apparently, the build quality has increased even more because their manufacturing process has been refined even more. Uh, you know, there's not really a lot to say about the phone itself. I think the more interesting thing that we have a leak on are the new smart covers that come along with it. Well, if you buy them anyway. The smart covers come in a variety of colors, and on the front, there's a bunch of holes, and in each hole, there's a bunch of LEDs. Okay, with me so far? With you so far. So apparently the phone can control the LEDs and show you the time while the screen is off. Wow, that's... And other things, like notifications, the weather, and stuff like that. Hmm. So you, if you look at the picture that's that's on the page I, I put a link into, you can see it being maybe useful, but, I mean, like, this is a compromise... That, that I think is pretty bad. Like, great, it's a case, but the Moto X has a screen that has the stuff on it already. Like, uh, the case must get power from the phone, right? It has to. There's so, no other way. Yeah. So I don't really know if this was really the best solution they could have done. But is it set in stone? Yeah, apparently this, this these are made. Oh, yeah. these are just rumors? I, I As far as we can tell, these are made. I mean, are they held together with a screw? That's an asymmetric, asymmetric screw. Yeah. Yes, yes, those are okay. those are there. Yeah. Hey, do you remember when we talked about those Ubuntu phones? I think that was and like that, two that C- Kickstarter ago, like two, two CESs ago. This is years ago. But we were talking about that campaign, like the first week of that campaign, like fourteen of the twenty-five million dollars just popped up in funding, and funding, and everyone stopped. Yeah, because it's because. Um, I mean, who had $800 they wanted to spend on a phone that hasn't been tested yet? Well, that was the Edge phone, and that's different than the Ubuntu phones. There yeah. was a CES thing that happened that relaun- that launched those, that and that original Ubuntu. Nobody's heard of them. No. Because like, they kind of stopped. And yeah. if you wanted to find out more about them, they wanted to know if you wanted to make them for them. Like, uh, right. And you went to their website. <laughs> exactly. I mean, we've, we've been talking about these whole Ubuntu phones for, for years. For years, and we haven't seen one that was... Good. A, ever made, and B, ever made and was affordable. Like, the only phone you could ever test Ubuntu on was the Nexus 4, as far as I know. <laughs> Actually, yeah. Yeah. And, and and some tablets. There was a few. Doesn't count. Yeah. Those aren't phones. But, I mean, you could put Ubuntu on in them. Doesn't count. Those aren't phones. Yeah. Um, but, um, allegedly, uh, Mark Shuttleworth says they'll um, some new Ubuntu phones are not long out, and they'll be between 200 and $400 unsubsidized. Why didn't they say just around 300 I don't know. Because this is a better range, because there might be more than one handset, because they're coming from two companies. Yeah. But they are targeting the mid to high range end phones. So, so do you think they will be comparable to the Moto, Moto G? G? <laughs> Saw where that was going. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hopefully. Hopefully, but do you think they will? I just... <sighs> so what does the Moto G cost now? It's 199 right? $200 for the 16 gig one, obviously. Because who's going to buy the smaller one? And so, do you really think that Ubuntu, on the first handsets they release from no-name manufacturers, will be able to summon the capability to make a phone that doesn't suck hardware-wise? I really feel that it's doubtful. Mm-hmm. But, but what did we just before we talked about the story? We just talked about how many times it hasn't worked in the past. Like, I don't know. There'll probably be zero market penetration on this. So, do you like, know what the two manufacturers are? Um, well, they said that they had hardware partners like Oodles of last week, but uh, I don't know who these two are. Okay, um, so we just don't... looking at the phone, it looks Samsung-y. Well, I don't know if that's a, like a prototype or if it's real, but so the this, this Ars Technica article says specifically that we have some reason to believe that neither of the major characters nor manufacturers were all for Ubuntu phones in the U.S. during 2014. So we're already screwed for this year. And, and then even if we weren't, elsewhere, the first Ubuntu phone uh, are expected to ship this year from two hardware manufacturers, BQ in Spain and Mezu in China. So these are non-manufacturers in the real world. They're not LG. They're not Samsung. They're not HTC. Foxconn. They're not Fox. Well, kind of. That Faxon is a manufacturer, but they're not a name brand. And that's what yeah. I mean. So I don't think that's going to fly. Yeah, that's, but it, it can't work. No. So do you know it- what might fly? Spectrum. Oh, I was hoping you were going to say Firefox OS. No, that that's flying out the window. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, T-Mobile is doing something incredible. They have proposed a plan, a very clever plan, to upgrade all of its 2G network by 2015. And they say that these those outlying areas, you know, where you can get 2G service, not 3G, but I mean 2G, you can get 2G, like on the farm, in the river, 
on the Canyon, you will, by 2015, get LTE 4G out there. Wow. In the middle of nowhere. Now, in every middle of nowhere or just a few middle? Anywhere there's already 2G. Okay, so there's still lots of places where it's not. No, I mean, seriously, click on click on the link and look at the map. Yeah, it's... Like, there's nowhere. Yeah. But it's pretty nice to get 2G in those places. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, look at Minnesota. We're covered. We are good. North Dakota? Gone. Yeah. That's... Yeah. That's it's kind of funny, isn't it? So, yeah. what what T-Mobile's plan is is they're going to use the 700 megahertz spectrum that they purchased from Verizon for 2.6 billion dollars earlier, or sometime last year. They're going to use that to refarm the old 2G spectrum they're trying to displace, and uh, use this new spectrum to push up on the same towers that 4G architecture, hmm. that 4G infrastructure. So it's a pretty good plan. Now, if they can do it in the next, oh, I don't know. Uh, Nine plus seven months, fifteen months, sixteen months. I'd be pretty impressed. Yeah, it's be... a really tough timeline to get all those towers re- retrofitted. But is it? I think so. There's got to be a lot of towers. Like, why did they wait this long if they couldn't? If they could do it that easy? They didn't have an incentive to. Do they now? Who's trying to buy them? Sprint, uh, Time Warner, Cable. No, because they're going to lose themselves. Yeah, so they have to change a business that won't compete with them. Wow. Either way. Want to talk about Verizon? I do. Well, Verizon says this is a mistake to abandon their subsidized phone plans. And their CFO has explained to them and to the world that subsidized models is great and has done wonders for the industry. True story. Like, I mean, that's how it always was. Yeah. Like, as as long as I've been in the purchasing age of mm-hmm. phones. It's true. And they aren't going to force our customers into anything. Sign this contract now. Only if you want the phone. Okay. You can so, walk out without a phone. So if you actually read the words that um, the CFO said, whose name I did not write, if you actually read them, it, he basically says that a lot of people are really confused with these no contract plans because they assume that when it says no contract, you can leave any time, and that's not true. You have to actually pay off the remaining balance on your device. So it's a contract. So it's a contract. It's basically... Uh, early termination fee, which is, in other words, paying off your balance. So a lot of people apparently are caught by surprise, but that's not those people's fault. It's Verizon's fault for not explaining what those plans actually were. And for being incredibly crypto. I think you mean Vic. Yeah, yeah. No, that's the hipster way to say it. No, because... Nobody says vagueness. Like, you don't go down the street like, oh, man, that's vague. Like, that doesn't sound good. You can't be like, no, yes. because if you went down a street and you said to somebody on university, that's vague, they Very would vague. probably shoot you. <laughs> hey, do you got my vague? Like, what? Like, I got like two pounds of it. Maybe a kilo of vague. You want a kilo of vague? I didn't got that. Wow, that's uh, that's incredible. Yeah. Well, you know what else is incredible? Sprint. Uh, Masayoshi-san. Oh, Masayoshi-san. Yes, that's correct. That was a you remember title him. like a couple weeks ago. Yeah, that was. And, I remember him. Yeah, you do. Well, okay, so he says that purchasing T-Mobile, he's still on about that, and he's even openly admitted it now. T-Mobile is still silent about this acquisition. T-Mobile would allow Sprint, and this is what he says, would allow Sprint to c- complete directly with Verizon and AT&T, and begin a massive price war among the three carriers if T-Mobile was to be purchased. T-Mobile's already winning, in my heart. Well, indeed. And not to mention that everybody in the world, after Mayoshi-san said this, said, why don't you just begin the price war now? There's no reason that carriers can't lower their margins temporarily or perpetually to earn the trust of customers. There's no reason they can't make support better. There's no reason they can't do interesting things with phone plans. There are reasons why you can't make support better. Why? Like, it doesn't matter how many people you have at a call center to do stuff. You're going to get... You remember what Erickson I did? don't mean support like that. Like, you oh, can't make that better. What, what I mean support, I mean like, hey, I want to activate my $30 phone plan. Let's go to T-Mobile. We don't do that here. It was activated nine months ago, but it was activate, deactivated last week. Okay, let's meant, go, like, go to the next one. When you changed her password and three days later, she called T-Mobile and asked them to change her Gmail password because her phone wasn't connecting. Yeah. I, I thought you meant like to deal with people like that. No. Because that's actually a selling point for people. Like, that's th- that's so, why the Mayday button's so cool. Right. So so there's that. And I think any carrier could a- offer that. That That's something anybody can no, do. No, they have the patent. The Mayday button is patentable. 
Uh, that is unfortunate. If one click clicking is, how can the mayday night? One click mayday. Ships, you're going down. You know, I would love to have like a. If I ever had to design a tablet, I would have like two mayday buttons. You had to put them like tap one, then tap two, and that way. It would so like the two two, two two key lo- two key missile launcher. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, that's ingenious. What? So, do you think a massive price war would drive prices up or down? Because a lot of people suspect that it would drive prices up inevitably. Oh, to pay off the debt they made. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I would say that uh, you would hope it goes down, but you could see a sprint would make it go up because that's what they do. As long as oil prices are so high to trans, like I mean, all the gasoline costs to get those bits across the country, it's extremely yeah. crudely expensive. But yeah. you should tell me about something else that's going up soon. Oh yes, yes, and this this is something that affects us all very dearly, very dearly. Not really though. So we all know that Amazon Prime is great, and we all have it. What is Amazon Prime? Amazon Prime is that thing that saves you money. By doing what? R- erases shipping costs. Oh. So normally wow. when you buy things online, like let's say your average is like four items per cart and your yeah. items weigh like nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, still, it costs you like 20 bucks shipping. Yeah. And so in four purchases on Amazon, you've paid for Amazon Prime for a year. Mm-hmm. But now it's going to cost you five. Five? Five. Transactions? Transactions. Gosh, I do that a in a week. Well, hopefully you don't, because that's a little absurd. Well, I do. Depends on the week. Like, I bought a lot of glasses one week. I, I so many Amazon boxes today. Like, yeah, that's your job. Saturdays just suck. Well, yeah, because people are rushing before the, the Sunday. Well, well, all of our Amazon packages have U.S. or uh, UPS on them. Like, oh, UPS they, yeah, they ships do that thing. to USPS. Yeah, yeah I heard that. Because UPS doesn't run trucks as much on mm-hmm. um, Saturdays. That's today, weird. And they cost you it. That's okay. You need it. Well, um, I just want my supervisor to know that that's why I'm out for longer. Uh-huh. A guy's angry. He thinks I'm taking a nap every day. Chipping over wires. Either way, um, no, Prime is going up a little bit. How uh, much? From, instead of being $79 for a year, it is now $9.99. Except for erases last two. Uh, 100 bucks. 100 bucks now, huh? Yeah. And if you're students, it's now $49. Yeah, so it's... $10 more, I think. Then. Yeah. yeah. That's not bad. I think it's fine. So a lot of people were so angry and disheartened. Now, do you think, what do you think prompted this change? Well, so keep in mind, it's been, what, 11 years? They started in 2005, so. For Prime? Yeah. Early well, Prime, Prime's ancient. I heard it was in 2005 for free shipping. Yeah. Well, either way, let's say it was then. Either way, it hasn't changed in forever. Yeah. Um, What did I hear on the radio? Wait, not... Slash dot. Slash dot radio. What's the difference? News. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, it launched in 2005. Yeah. Um, either way, it hasn't changed since then. Right. Um, and gas has only been going up. Right. So has demand. Correct. Um, but also, do you who remember cares? That, I mean, it, everyone will pay it. Still. Do you remember that pe- that the time uh, during Christmas when we reported that Prime had to temporarily stop selling Prime memberships because too- people were too... Just basically abusing that free shipping feature temporarily. Like, they had no intention of paying for Prime. They just wanted the free membership for 30 days, and they left. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Yeah. So, I guess that that probably had nothing to do with this. This has probably been on the roadmap for quite some time. But it seems kind of weird to suddenly do this without offering another product with it to make it seem like you're getting something more for your money. No, I mean, 79 to 99 is is. Can't say 99, huh? Can't say 99. (laughs) Wow. No, it's not bad, but I don't know if a lot of people understand the reasons for doing it. Prices go up every single day. But Amazon, prices go down. No, I leave things in my cart all the time. They change. Like, Well, uh, speaking of Amazon, there might be a product coming soon that might indeed change the price of Prime yet again. So it'd be a kind of an additional fee. And the idea is Amazon wants to boost MP3 sales. And they, for some reason, believe that we don't have enough streaming music music services. So they want to make a Pandora-like clone with a very prominent buy button. So that if you have Prime, you get to listen to a bunch of music for free. And you get to tell it which songs you like. And you get to listen to them. That's really cool. And I guess you get to buy them after you listen to them? I don't really know. And so one of the things that they said was they might be a premium version such that you just get to listen to whatever you want, but then you have to pay $120. Hmm. So $20 for all the music you want, really? B- 
because I think what it's ten dollars for on Google service and maybe fifteen on Spotify. Yeah, I mean. So I mean, I guess if you're invested into that Amazon ecosystem, that'd be great for you. But if you're not, then no. Do you know anybody who is? My dad does enjoy quite significantly the Amazon music system thing. Okay. So like he likes to buy the free classical music. Oh. See what I did there? Yeah. The free classical music. He likes to buy it. But it is. You get the receipt. Yeah. Zero point zero dollars. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's how it works. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, you want to talk about our uh, Apple friends? Well, only if they're the our real friends. Well, our real software developer Apple friends over at Apple have uh, released iOS 7.1 update this week. And so you know what they did? Yeah, hopefully fixed everything that was wrong with it. Well, they made the fonts better. Is that all you got out of that entire paragraph? So, stop and think about it. What is Apple's most precious item they have? Honestly, I Their don't... Their fonts. Oh, okay. They've, well... <laughs> what, what did you... <laughs> well, I don't know. Whenever I think of Apple, people are like, Oh, I gotta talk about fonts. I'm gonna go to China for a year, and I'll come back and learn English fonts better now. Like... It didn't happen. But that's the kind of feeling I get when I, I'm around Apple people. Like... They believe in fonts like a little too much. I don't think you believe in fonts enough. Look, I like my Debian. And that yeah, comes and that has no, system. no. System fonts that, are fine that at is, default. That is the worst. No. Um, what other things did they improve? Oh, some better um, animations and some other cosmetic changes. Um, and just, I want to highlight it again, thicker and better contrasting fonts. So since Matt is incapable of reading, I will uh, elaborate. They featured improved performance across the board, specifically fixing the animation durations. So if you're running an iPhone 4, which is apparently still supported, which is absurd, the animations ended up taking longer than opening the application. So in other words, if you were on the home screen, you clicked an app, it would do the swooshy thing Mm -hmm. to open it up. But on the iPhone 4, the animation was so slow that the app would open faster than the animation. That's fine. No, so it's quite travesty. New fonts. Apparently new fonts. They've also changed other things, such as the accessibility tools. You can now um, opt into having button outlines. So one of the things was in, in iOS 6.2.7 was to get rid of the concept of discrete buttons, apparently. That was a thing. Very metro in that sense. Now they've put the buttons back it's called turning on the button outlines Hmm. yes and they've also finally fixed the most common crash problems apparently iOS 7 was crashing all the time i never had a crash i don't know like it apparently was only on iphones oh like something some yeah something with the mobile and the drivers and something yeah but you know uh that's good. They needed that update. Uh, this launched during uh, South by Southwest, of course, so everybody was so happy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Microsoft now. Oh, they're they're better in every way. Well, I don't know they about that. They keep their fonts the same. Well, they keep their operating systems for quite a long time, too. In fact, so long, there's one last campaign for those old XP holdouts. It's a Microsoft Store deal, though. It will be including a $50 gift card to the store after... It'll include 90 days of free support after and a free data transfer after you buy a PC from a approved range of PCs the Microsoft Store offers. Those PCs, in fact, are priced between $230 and $1,300, ranging from regular desktops to laptops to hybrid thingamajigs. Uh, I don't know if there's a Surface on there, but it would be unsurprising to see one. Now, I guess it's kind of interesting to think about Microsoft offering one last deal specially for XP holdouts because I don't think that that really is a deal for holdouts. Like It's not like you have to turn your XP computer into them. You can just go buy one and then you get the gift card. Now, do you think that if they made like a program specifically for XP people, they would do it? Like, I don't think normal people know they're using XP and the things that we need to get XP out of our businesses and corporations and organizations. Yeah. I mean, post office is 2000. Right. And that's fine because that doesn't even know what the internet is. But XP did. And because XP can connect to the internet intuitively and at a kernel level, it will die. Yeah. Oh, oh never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard WordPress. Somebody found a way to yeah, I know. break it with pings. It's a huge. Like just pings. Yeah. It was a huge thing. So it was, it was going through XMR, XML, RPC. 
and it was like 148,000 sites compromised. And it's like, so then I, I SSH into the server and it's like, anything going on here? Nope. Okay. Move along. So apparently somebody figured out to, um, like it, it happened to a lot of sites that were, was also being broken with, uh, admin admin as the password and username. Okay. Maybe not the, as the password, but the username was specifically targeted as admin. That's been default changed for many installations. So they're old. Yeah. Hey, want to talk about a new phone? Only if it's good. Well, how do you find good? I define good as popular. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. Um, so the iPhone. No. So do you know the Nokia X phone? Uh, that, that thing that was going to gateway Microsoft users into the Android, the Android market? Well, the thing that we talked about on the that MWC episode. In Barcelona. Right. When you were yeah. delivering the mail to the Bulls. And they were... <laughs> you know, I can't say anything. Yeah, because I don't remember um, either. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, so um, pre-orders went out. And um, as you expect, like, uh, you know, 100,000 people said yes. No. How no, many? M- m- how more? Oh, oh a, a million people in China alone have pre-ordered this device. Pretty impressive. A million. And the thing, it doesn't go live till the 25th. I mean, yeah. there's still time for more. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, do That's they an- have enough? That actually is a legitimately good question. I don't know who the manufacturer is. Microsoft did not expect this. Well, so technically, Nokia is still not Microsoft. Technically. Fine. But physically, they are. Mentally, they're not. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yes, that is actually a good question. So, I'm under the impression that I don't know who makes Nokia phones for Nokia, because I think Nokia owned all the factories prior to that that acquisition. Mm Mm-hmm. So I guess they should have enough because they must have planned for this. I don't. I mean, I didn't expect this at all. No, because I expected I, this to be like the next Surface write-off. Oh, I didn't think it was going to be that bad because I didn't think they would have made that many. Because like, if you looked but at no, they, they, so they have to have made that many for, for all these pre-orders. Well, so I I think it was the, the the stream that I was watching. But when I was watching the stream and watching Elop demonstrate the device or whoever he, he had touching the screen for him. He's rich. Uh, whoever that guy was, I thought I saw a lot of input, like touch, then then reaction leg, like input leg. And I don't know if I saw it or if it was the stream. I mean, that happens. Right. Um, so if it was real and these people are bought it anyway, they're going to be very disappointed because that leg was p- quite atrocious. That's right. Obtrosis. It's, it's terrible. It's getting worse. So speaking of Windows, you know, Windows 8, you know, right. that Metro interface. It isn't really popular. So popular that the Metro version of Firefox, well, it's being discontinued. It's being canceled. The whole project is gone. Really? Yeah, it was being worked on until this week. And apparently they discovered that only a thousand people use it daily. And so that just wasn't enough for Mozilla. And they just got rid of the whole project. Hmm, cool. Pretty sad, huh? It is. Not really. So one of the other problems that I discovered with the Metro Firefox is that they had no version for it on RT. So anybody using an RT tablet couldn't use Firefox. I think it would have been a lot more popular on the non-crippled version of Windows. Wait. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Turns out. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So SXSW is Oh, come on. No, no. You're going to you're gonna spell it like that. I'm going to spell it like this. South and or Southwest. And I'm also going to say Sundar Pikachu. I wrote it just for you. I counted. I'm, I'm Pikachu, man. Yeah, I know. Pikachu. That's what you say every time. Uh, well... Pachai is right. Uh, who would say Pachai? Him, because it's his name. It, it, it sounds like not some name. It sounds like a food. Like, oh, go finish all your Pachai before you have some of your dessert. Like, it just sounds. Like I always some... thought Pachai was dessert because he works on the Android department. Oh, it sounds like some kind of gourmet macaroni. Like just that's sweet. So it's dessert. Okay. Well, no. So, so at South no, by Southwest this week, what happened? Cheesy mess. Um... <laughs> No, so Google said they'll be launching a uh, Android SDK for wearable devices in the next two weeks. Really? Um, yeah. Um, and Sundar also noted this SDK is not just for smartwatches. Wow. So it almost sounds like he's launching an SDK for Google Glass, Hopefully. which I feel like they already have one of. <laughs> so yeah. I don't really know what it is for other than the smartwatch. The more APIs, the more complicated, the better. <laughs> That's what you I've always said. developers more then. Yeah. Speaking of which... Because Sundar said that it wasn't going to be just an SDK for a smartwatch. There's leaks of a smartwatch from LG for Google. Speaking of which, those leaks entail a spec sheet allegedly containing a 1.65-inch display 
at a horrible 280 pixels by 280 pixels. It's literally square. It's not even 1080p widescreen. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's terrible. It is. It is quite quite bad. It does contain 512 megabytes of RAM and four gigabytes of some type of flash storage. Does it have offline storage? Yes, four gigabytes. But can you actually use them like a Chromebook? Well, I think you can use them as much as you can use them on Android. Oh, so infinitely? Not at all. See, because when you have an Android device, you actually have, you know, file system access yeah. and other things. Mm-hmm. So, so it's, uh, we don't really know what it will be running. We don't know what it will be doing. We also were told that the processor is to be announced. Some no name. Yeah, that's what I'm feeling right now. Because if, if it was a Snapdragon, it would be front and prominent. It would be the first word in the sentence. Snapdragon Google LG smartwatch. Yeah, actually, I could see that. Yeah, first word in the sentence. That that would have been the first story in our whole, whole list, but it's not because it's probably a no-name processor. But so it's it, it probably will have Wi-Fi. It probably will have it has to have Bluetooth. Yeah. And but it doesn't need its own cellular connection, so it doesn't need a Snapdragon because, as far as I know, the radios are integrated with most modern Snapdragon chips. Hmm. And if it's a smartwatch, what does it do? It just sits there, tells it you the time. When it has to. Right. And there's nothing else. It probably will have a touchscreen. What people are saying is that it's going to be very integrated with Google now, so it might need something like... I probably can just pull from your phone, so I was thinking it might need your location, but it doesn't really... It can do that with Wi-Fi if it has to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And hopefully they're not making this to get better mapping for inside of buildings. Oh, gosh, no. Now, do you think... What What do you think about pricing? Well, it one 129 is the highest it could be. Okay, so... Uh, do you know the Galaxy Gear from the Samsung? Do you remember the price of that? It was almost two. It was, it was two ninety nine. Yeah. And then you had to buy it with a phone on contract or not on contract. That was either two hundred dollars on its own, which is ironic because the phone was cheaper than the watch in what world? And then uh, if you didn't buy it on contract, it was you know six hundred plus three hundred, so nine hundred dollars. That's absurd, right? It is too much for not doing anything well, practical. Well, enough. So I was thinking. That, as much as they could price it for me would be a hundred dollars, and that's even quite a struggle. I still think it would be over a hundred dollars. But do you think if it, if Google releases it on their own site, like it, LG isn't selling it just in the corner, if it was subsidized by Google, like the Nexus device, do you think they could get as cheap as a hundred dollars? Thirty-five dollars? No, nothing's that cheap. And that wasn't even. I don't even know. This is going to be the Chrome Watch. Okay, great. Yeah, it's uh, it better a Chrome not stick be. on your wrist. They should have called it the Chrome Stick. Yeah, because it makes sense. Yeah. Okay. So Google got hit by a lawsuit, and um, like Apple got one like that, um, because children are running up credit cards with in-app purchases. In-app purchases. Oh, those children! And so now they're introducing a new setting that will always require a password to buy something instead of just a half-hour timeout. Right. Like you put the password in as many times as you want to buy something in a half hour. Does that make sense? I think it makes sense. I mean. I don't think it's Google's fault that your kid is an idiot. No, but I do you think... you can't parent. No, but I mean, honestly, you can't read. Pop-up comes up. Buy now. You just try to hit the X, which is really the buy now button in that app. You know, who knows? I don't think children should be in charge of making decisions whether or not they know what they're doing for money under five. Then don't give them a phone. They can play the game. I don't care. But they just can't be uh, touching my passwords. I don't know, but you have to enter the password in once. That's what I wonder. And then there's a half-hour timeout. And right. they're saying that the half-hour timeout was is too a way long? for them to make money. Because they're saying Google makes so much money about the in-app purchasing. Do they? I, I thought it was always developers they got most of it. I don't know what Google's cuts are for any Android So in Angry Birds, when I buy more uh, Eagles? Risen Eagles. Yeah, Risen Eagles. Regular Eagles. Um, how, so I buy like 10 for $2. Yeah. How, what does Google get? I don't know. I, I, I feel like it's not the 3070 that Apple gets. Oh, did you hear Apple wanted $40 per Samsung phone? I did hear about that. And I don't, Why didn't I put that in? Because you don't put don't, show notes in? I don't put show notes in. Ever. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't have that detail here, so you'll just have to live without it's it. It's fact now. Yeah. So, if you've conducted a Google search in the last week, you might notice some differences. Have you conducted a Google search in the oh, last week? Oh, I have conducted many searches, but I never noticed anything. Just like those subs. Those subs, man. Were, were the worst ever. Well, yeah. the, the changes this week, if you did it earlier this week or maybe even last week, 
there were underlines under all the links, and now this week the underlines are co- completely gone, and they've even changed the line heights of most elements on the page, causing the page to look a lot less dense. I can see that. You know, it looks like the default setting on Gmail. It's horrible. It's fine. Yeah, I got used to it. I mean, you have no other choice. No, I don't. Like, I could use DuckDuckGo, but then I'd have to stare at the duck. That is completely different spacing. Yeah, it is completely different. That duck. You could pet that duck all day. All day. So, that's all I have for the news. Do you have anything else for the news? Uh, No. No, I do not. You were just telling me something about uh, Apple. Yeah, in a moment. So, you couldn't... You couldn't... Okay. So, do you you have any plugs for this week? Me? Plugs? Yeah, you. Um... Yeah, I do, actually. More of a story and a complaint okay. than a plug. So, so it's kind of like our unplugged section that we don't do anymore, but we could have done any time. Yeah. Okay, great. Put it in. So, Google Maps. Okay. I was looking for a street today. 286 Fry. Okay. Um. So, as you know, Fry is a cross street, kind of. like it's. I a, wouldn't personally know that, like, but you might. So, do you know how there's houses that there... So, there's a street called Fry, but there's never any house that has an address on Fry. Okay. Um, so literally from city to city, instead of having around 3000 addresses, there's literally 200. Mm-hmm. Um, no, no, there actually gets up to four. Like, um, either way, it's a very small thing because nobody has houses facing that because it's just the right. way like houses just do that sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like just like our end of Hewitt doesn't have any, like, well, my end, um, you, you are in a little special Different. area. Yeah. Special case, special economic development zone. Oh, um, really? That's where you get the addresses. Either way, I couldn't find this place. Um, it, uh, they changed my route today, and so mm-hmm. I had an extra area. I noticed. And so um, all of a sudden, I'm trying to find this thing. So I type in 286 Fry. Mm-hmm. It's like, go, get on Marshall, get on the other side of 94. Like, okay, mail never gets out of, like, because we have zones. Like, there's always, major streets are always a cutoff. Mm-hmm. So you work to Snelling, and that way you're not crossing Snelling back and forth, because that's a pain. And then 94 is always something like that. So I had to go on the other side of 94. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to follow GPS. Maybe it was just like they needed somebody to help on another route. Mm-hmm. Um, I get to the destination. And so I was looking for 286. I find 430. And it's like, your destination is on the right. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to start beating this thing. Did. And then that's, it's not working right now. I don't know why. Unrelated. <laughs> oh, um, really? Drive all the way back. I'm, I'm looking everywhere for it. Maps is completely useless. Mm-hmm. Um and so you're thinking, oh, did I just do south? No, no, no. There is just one fry. Hmm. Um, it's not like you know Fairview. Yeah, and other the, yeah, the two north and the south, right? Um, which I don't know. It's confusing on its own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, Maybe we should direct all of Mike's mail to the south address. Nah, you know, he's not gonna he just. He's not gonna get it either way. But I feel like messing with someone else for just a change. Open it. No, I don't want to touch it. Why? That uh, I would be responsible then. Know what I would do? You have his email. He doesn't know how to use the internet. No, he's got an email. He's he, got an Android phone. No, he doesn't. Remember he was talking to some guy and told some guy that he knew that this guy knew something that was you. Yeah, I, phone. I, I do know I that. he went to go get a phone. Yeah, and then he got imprisoned. But he still has a Gmail account somewhere. He, he had he had an Android phone at one day in his life, so he has to have a Gmail. I know you think so, but it's not Open, true. Open, scan, email. When he gets out of the slammer, he'll be able to no, read all the no, stuff. No, it won't work. That's what I would do. Be, no, he doesn't even if know. If you ever go in prison, uh, oh, gonna... <laughs> man, you're going to have fun. Why? Uh, I don't know. You don't seem like... The, you seem like the person that'll go up to the warden like, you know? <laughs> <laughs> wow. I don't know. But, uh, no, I'd, I'd totally email you your letters. But I don't think you can read email in prison. Can't you? No. They give you time? Let you write letters? Yeah, physically. And they give you stamps? Yeah. The... It's got to be cheaper to let you read email. You, but we don't do cheaper because it would be shipper. To, shipper. Okay. Shipper! I'm, 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 I'm done talking about shipping. Okay. So let's talk about uh, some apps that I would like to uh, plug this week. Specifically, Flow. Flow? If I were to tell you about an app called Flow, what would you think it does? No. Figured it have like flowing well, features. Appa- apparently, in my quest for productivity applications on Android, I have stumbled upon Flow, which used to be exclusive to iOS and has now been ported to Android by the Flow team. And apparently, it was hailed as the best thing ever since sliced bread on iOS. 
But upon installing it on Android, I hated it because nothing made any sense. There was too many buttons, too many options, and therefore, 20 minutes after installing it, I uninstalled it. Now, done with that review, let's talk about the one I want to talk about, Linkbubble. Wow, Linkbubble. Yeah, Linkbubble. Do you know who Chris Lacey is? Oh, the, um, the one of 19 people I follow on Twitter because you made me. Oh, that's yeah, funny. Yeah, I follow he tweets a lot and you forced me to. Well, listen Chris to him. Lacey was is is probably my favorite named Android developer. Like he develops in his own name and not just behind a mask of a company. And he was the developer of Tweetlanes originally. He's also the developer now of Action Launcher. I think that's what it's called. And of course, Action Launcher Pro. And his third app as an Android developer, he was previously an iOS developer for a company, his third Android app will would have been called Linkbubble. And so what do you think Linkbubble does based on the description? Um, Linkbubble. I don't know. It's got to be like a social media organizer. Well, so that sounds cool, but it's not, actually. What it is, is what he wrote in his manifesto post was that Consider the common case where you're using Google Plus or Google Now or Twitter, and you see two or more links you'd like to load. On a desktop, on a desktop, you might just middle-click both links and open each link in a new tab, but this isn't possible on a mobile device. Instead, you have to click on one link at a time, wait for the browser to load, wait for the page to load, read it, or then go back to the previous app and then not get distracted and then go back and click the second link again and then keep doing that. And apparently... That is a common thing, and I have to do this quite often. Loading pages in the background is not possible, apparently, on Android, and I don't know why, because you feel like Chrome could do that. So I think what Linkbubble, because we don't know right now, I think what Linkbubble effectively is, is it's kind of like an intermediate browser, if you can imagine. So imagine a browser that handles all of the you know, actions in Android so that you click on a link, it, it prompts you to open it in YouTube or Chrome or Firefox or whatever. So imagine that, Mm -hmm. and then imagine that if you pick Chrome or you pick Firefox or you pick YouTube, it loads those in the background for you so that you can just go to it when you're ready. So it's like an intermediate, and I think that's a great thing. So he also goes on to uh, say that, what if you uh, want to view an Instagram link on Twitter? Well, currently, after clicking the link, you are transferred to your browser. You have to wait for the T-Coda link to resolve, which it never does in Chrome because Twitter is broken most of the time. Then you have to redirect, and then you have to wait for the Instagram web page to load. And that's really slow. What if you could do all of that in the background? And so that's what Linkbubble is. It lets you load things in the background and lets you have an intermediate browser. It's a great thing. So why do you think I'm so enthusiastic about such a thing? Because it works. Because it's ingenious and because it existed previously on Mac. I have no idea what the application was. It was a $20 app for Mac. It was back in the 10-6 days, which was a long time ago. Did people actually pay $20 for it? I don't know. I I didn't have a Mac of my own. But Uh... when I saw the idea, it's like, my gosh, this is incredible. Because I use different browsers for different things. Like, I have Chrome for my normal stuff. And then if I have some other things I might want to open, I might want to send them specifically to Firefox. Or maybe even Yeah, Opera. that's suspicious, like streaming anime. Right. How did you know? Exactly. JavaScript. Right. Those things. You don't need it. So, I always thought, you know, what if there was a Windows equivalent? Well, there wasn't, because there isn't. And, well, I could have made my own, but I don't know how to program on Windows. It's not a web app. And so, now we're going to get it for Android. And that, yeah, that is nice. Yeah. So we don't know how much it costs. We don't know anything about it. But we know it's coming soon. Oh, but here's the problem. So two days later, and uh, Chris Lacey said that it was supposed to come out tomorrow. And then two days later, he posts, well, it turns out that there's a legal issue. What is it? Well, I don't really know. He didn't say what it is. He just said that a last-minute legal issue came up. At the close of business yesterday. It's probably some copyright problem with Link Bubble as a name. If it's just a name, that's easy. Right. You just call it Link Bubble. Add German something in it. And then, like, the Germans are Link Bubble or Schiflitz? Metro. Oh. Metro Bubble. <laughs> Metro Bubble. How ironic on Android. So we don't know when it's coming. He has no ETA. It's very unfortunate. So I have $9 saved in uh, Google Play Credit just for him. Like, I have been waiting months for this app. And so I knew all along that this is what would be happening because I was looking for this app previously before it existed. Wow. Yeah. That's so good. I know. I hope it comes soon. It won't. Swiftly. Yeah. No. Well, I just hope it doesn't destroy this guy's 
hopes and dreams because he already has it built and approved then. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, there's no approval process for Google. So, yes. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, I, I hope so, too. And, like, if, if it is a name problem, I'm sure you can find a name. Like, he has to go by a different domain name then. But hard Hardships. He's... $10. Yeah. Let's go. I'll give him $10. Yeah, even you can make it up instantly. Yeah. If you're famous. He is. Yeah. So that is Link Bubble by now when it comes out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, what do you got going on next week? Well, I have my spring break this week. Oh, nice. So I am, uh, of course, working Monday and Tuesday. I have the website class and then uh, teaching people how to use email class. Okay. That's actually a lot harder than teaching people how to use a website. I mean, build a website. I mean, code a website with HTML. I mean, with CSS and JavaScript also. Yeah. Why is that? Why do people not know how to use buttons and click things and read the words on a screen? I don't know. That's why they're in your class. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But good and, luck on all. And that. I also have spring break, so I think I'll probably just be hanging out. Fight Scarlet. I did that already. You got you got your ten dungeons. Oh no, I didn't. But I'll do that tonight. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what are you doing this week? Oh, I'm thinking the mail's coming out. The mail's coming out. Mm-hmm. I think every day there's going to be some more mail. <laughs> every day, huh? Every day. What about Sunday? Well, the mail just doesn't go out, but it goes into the station. Yeah. Well, that's. And that's morning, something. I got the big, big heap. Big heap. You know, the show, the show started on a stack, so I guess we're going to end mm-hmm. on a heap. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Where can we find you on the internet? You can find me at MatthewPetrol.com, and you can send me an email at yourdreamguy at nexuslabs.org. Remember, there's a dash in Nexus Labs, because I am a dashing person. So, I, I'm I'm going to ask, so you went back to the Dream Guy thing, huh? Well, I just learned something called a post-op, and they're still hot. Like, I'm just saying, I won't discriminate, because... I mean, I couldn't tell the difference. I mean, I could look for days. Like, I'm glad that you have come to the realization that there is no difference. Yeah. And I found out that they come with a 51-year warranty for not growing back. So it's fine. Right. Because you apparently won't live that long. And, of course, you can find me just about everywhere, but especially on the Twitter, Ryanamar, and, of course, on the Google+, Plus, which I lament quite grievously the death of Chris Lacey's latest app. It's so sad. Like, I, I, I promoted this thing so heavily that none of you ever saw it. But if you had read to Google Plus this week, maybe last week, maybe sometime recently, you would have. Now, when it comes out for real, I will promote it quite heavily. You will see Link Bubble ads all over the Nexus. Now, are you going to come up with a different name for it, though? Like, is it Foundation or is it SAS? <laughs> you like that story, huh? Yeah, you never, you don't do a good job with that kind of stuff. I was coding in SAS. And, and of course, I also post all of the other show notes I find throughout the week. So you can always look forward to that on the Google+. Plus. Also, lately, I've been posting a lot of pictures of the cat and dog on the Instagram. So please follow them there. Yeah. Yes. And uh, I think you took a picture of me. you taking a picture of you. I did do that. I haven't posted that picture of you slash me on anything yet. But I will, now that you mentioned it. Yeah. We went to the source today, our comic local, our local mm-hmm. comic and games shop. Shoppy. Yes, Shoppy. Have you seen the vitamin Shoppy? It's up the street. Shoppy. Literally, it's shop with two P's. Shoppy. (laughs) Anyway, uh, and we took a picture of each other at the same time and then sent that promptly to our good friend and. Salmon Arms. Salmon Arms. Not Raptor in Arms? Raptor in Arms is his left hand. No, he's his friend. His friend has a left hand. But isn't that like your right hand man? Well. Some people are left-handed. So some people have left-hand raptors. They're more of claws, but sure. Well, okay, whatever. Anyway, anything else? Oh, oh, yes. At 10.50 p.m., Francis has begun custom ordering my pizza. Francis. Francis. Really? Um, sure. Okay. Um, Anything else? I got nothing else? Andrew Bailey is so pleased now. Like, he's missed this for weeks. He's expressed. Oh, because he's like, don't push the button. Don't push the button. But he was like so busy talking about Chris Lacey. I'm like, wow, I'm hungry. <laughs> I love how Chris Lacey makes you hungry. Yeah. You know. I'm hungry for that app, too. Well, anyway, uh, I think uh, I think you should have a good one. Yeah. Oh, also, uh, in case you've noticed, did you hear any new humming? Yeah, I did. Do you know what that is? Yes. What? So, 10 minutes into the show... Like, I had the jacket on, my shoulders, I, put, I zipped it up, still cold, so I downloaded and installed Prime 95. Oh, is that what that is? So, I ran it for a while, and it got really, really loud. I'm sure you heard it when it was really, really loud. Yeah, I mean, and, I can't hear it in the mixer, so it doesn't matter. So, I turned it off, Uh huh. but it's still chirping. Well, 
Like, so, it's been going for a good 40 minutes yeah, so you notice without that. the Prime 95. So I come in here some nights, and I don't know what makes that noise either. But the thing is, there's no circulation fan on top, so that's not getting the hot air out of there, so it's not heating me, so there's no point. Right. But uh, run so d- Prime numbers to uh, stay so, warm. So you discovered, well, I've done that before, actually. It doesn't work. You know what does work? Putting your laptop under a heater and melting it. Yeah. yeah. No, I think it does work. So it only works in the room when the door's shut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By the way, before we go get the pizza, though, we're turning the, th- the thousand watts, like both the switches. Hey, you just like, bring that in here and do because, it. Because, I don't know, I'm freezing. Yeah, it's because you've been outside all week in negative 10 degree weather while wet. It's so wet. I think I'm going to end the show there. Okay. No, like, do you know how windy it was two days ago? I pulled a collection, I, like, you know those little mail bins? Mm-hmm. I set one on the ground full of mail on Selby and Fairview. Like, you know where the blue bar is? Yeah. Or blue yeah. door. Yeah, blue I, door. D- I do know where that um, is. I set it on the ground, and then I was... So, I, you know, I have the keys on mm-hmm. my pocket. So, I yeah. set it down. I go to lock up the thing. God. Wind just... Whoosh, it was going down the sidewalk. I'm like, oh, crap. And so, I had to go chase it down. Also, did you know that antique store right there? Yeah. how they have the no parking signs right there? Yeah. So I parked there, and the guy was going to come out and say something. Like, he had this mustache and everything, and just furrowing his lips. Like, I'm going to growl, and I'm going to mustache perked. And he was going to come cuss me out. And then he's like, but he's a mailman. Can't do a thing. Did he really think that? Well, I'm a mailman. I can park anywhere. Can you? Yeah. Oh, cool. No, no, I've been parked the wrong way and in the middle of the road, and cops just don't care. That's great. You know why? No. Federal employee, and they're just a city cop. Oh, that's that's lovely. I'm so pleased you love your rights as a federal employee. Well, well, think about it. If they told me I always have mail in my vehicle, even when I'm going back to the station, because right. there's always mail that can't be delivered. Mm-hmm. Five years for taking one piece of mail. I don't think that would count against a cop. So no. Taking my car that has the mail obstructing my job and all the other things. I don't ooh, think. Ooh, ooh, uh, at ten o five, ten fifty four. That's what I meant to say. Francis has put it in the oven, so now it's in the baking Okay, step. can we end now? Oh, yeah, I mean, please, I need this food. Okay, well, have a good one. Uh, you need to uh, drink some vitamin C. Me? Yeah. No, see, I haven't taken any form of medication since I was like 14 or 15. It's not a medication. No, it's vitamin It's a vitamin. Therapy. Vitamin therapy is so therapeutically ir- irresponsible for the general public to consume. Okay, well, just, okay, you, yeah, you, you, you don't even get to have a good one. Lo, in the twilight days of the second year, of the second decade, of the third millennium, did a great darkness descend over the wireless internet connectivity of the people of 276 Ferndale Street. Okay, let's see. Well, there's uh, no way to Google it either. No, uh, I, I was thinking we would uh, talk to the Fringe about uh, Cosmos. Cosmos. Ugh, animated. Beyond belief. Okay, that's it. We talked about it. We didn't like it. That's it. You know how I was saying, like, oh, we have that yeah, window? You, you did tell me about that. Window be gone. What happens on Tuesday? Uh, where are they? You don't remember? Dude, I've totally forgotten. It's not like I actually care about your stupid podcast anymore. Let's see. Uh... Hello, Andrew Billy. You are now known as 2D5D1FFC769532FC9 colon 20PM. I think you can omit the nine colons. Oh my gosh, they have ruined it so hard. Oh. Actually, I kind of like it. Like, apples, selling apples, buying apples. Apples for sale. Apples. apples. One's I ten apple. Indeed. Anyway, fringe. I can't hear I, you I anymore. Can't, I can't do that. Bye, like, fringe. Uh, See you later. Stone, like, uh...